to the HodgePodge Podcast. I am your host, as always, D Hodge, but you guys already know that. Welcome to another Monday, another podcast episode. So grateful you guys are here. I'm gonna get this out of the way real quick. If you guys are new to the podcast, go ahead and give me a five star review. Write a little thing on the bottom and send it over to me, and that'll um, bring me up higher on the on, on the charts, and, and will help us get bigger and better guests. Um, not saying the ones we are not, the ones we're having on aren't great, but we'll be able to get bigger celebrities on like we were able to get smoke because you guys showed that hey you do care and you do do this so that's how we were able to get smoke and Merv and Radical and stuff like that so we are knee deep in the coronavirus we are shall I say in deep crap with this coronavirus um I thought it was not going to be as bad um, as it is and that is kind of where I screwed up on my part um, I thought it was just going to be a little something you know people's freaking out over nothing and then it turned out it's it's a really really big deal and now I am quarantined myself in my house I'm going to work and I'm coming right back here I'm not doing anything. I haven't done anything the past couple of weeks other than going to work and coming home and going to get a little bit of groceries and and try to score at least one pack of toilet paper. Um, that that that's 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 where my life's at right now. Quarantined. Um, wondering what is 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 coming of this because. As of as of today, or as of I'm recording this, the two trillion dollar grant or whatever you want to call it that Trump has taken out has been approved, and he has in the next four to six weeks, we will see Americans, most of Americans, get money because they've lost their jobs. I'm lucky enough. To have not been, not been let go of my job, and 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 actually have some kind of income coming in, but I can do that from my house. So I choose to go to work, but I can work from my house very easily, which I did the past couple of weeks. Um, this, on the other hand. I see a little bit coming in, not not enough to fully support me just yet. Um, I know you guys are thinking, well, how much does he need? Well, I need more than a than a few dollars an episode. You know what I mean? I need a couple more. I need <laughs> I need a lot more actually. Um, what? Here's what I don't understand. People say. That this coronavirus is just going to up and at them disappear. What if it doesn't up and at them disappear? You know, what, what, what's next? We could literally be, this virus could be here and we could be in the same situation we're at for the next six months, for the next year, for the next six years. 
or maybe it could just be the next six hours. We don't know. And that is why people are taking so many opportunities to get what they need now and so many they're, they're chancing it and I think that's where people are going to flaw here is because people are okay I had this conversation with this with this guy I used to go to school with right um, after this this is gonna be the last time I'm talking about corona because I, I didn't want to I don't want to stay on this and this be the topic because but anyways it's <sighs> he was talking about how closing down the state and the country and putting us on mandatory lockdown um, is the worst thing that's going to happen because he put on there he would much rather have freedom than us be safe and here's where I stand Sure, we're all about the land of the free, the home of the brave. But we're no longer going to be free and brave if we cannot get this virus under control. We're not going to be able to go where we want to because people are going to be sick. And that's what people don't understand. And 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 this is socialism. It's literally the best thing that's going to happen. And it's a bunch of redneck hicks. I, I'm sorry, I, I can say that because I, I grew up in a family that were redneck hicks. I can say that. It's a bunch of redneck hicks that just want to say, F it, we're doing it our own way. And that really, really irritates me. Because they're only thinking about themselves. Oh, I can't go out and I can't go mud run. I can't go out and go hunt. I can't do this. They would much rather go out and hunt. Okay, a freaking doctor was on Joe Rogan's podcast and said the coronavirus was inside a white-tailed deer. This was down here, white-tailed deer. So they have a bigger chance of getting it and contacting it if they kill a white-tailed deer and then eat it. But it doesn't matter what the truth is. It doesn't matter what people say. Because people are going to believe what they want to believe and do what they want to do. They don't care. And it's those people that are going to spread this virus even more. Keep us on mandatory lockdown even longer. As of right now, Trump is saying the ban on United States and the virus should be gone by Easter which is about three and a half weeks give or take that could be shorter if everyone will stay in and listen wash their hands go out only when necessary and I'm not needing oh I gotta have new tires on my truck so I have to go I mean literally you run out of food you run out of the last bag of chicken. You have no more chicken. You have no more soup. No more canned food to eat. That is when you go to the grocery store. But no one's going to listen. Because they believe what they want to believe. So, I did a podcast um, this past Wednesday with uh, Robin. Um, and 
we were talking, I, I titled it Coronavirus Checkup, because we were literally checking up on each other and everyone else and seeing what is happening with this coronavirus, what we should do to avoid it. And I want to do more, but I don't want this to be the topic of discussion every time I come on to a podcast, which you can't hate if it is a topic of discussion because that is what the biggest thing in the world is happening right now. The biggest thing in the world, every country. So why can't we talk about it without people getting mad? You see that skip button that says 30 seconds, 15 seconds? Skip it. Go to the interview. I don't need you here listening to me if you're going to complain because of what I'm talking about. I'm going to stop because I'm going to get too far in a rabbit hole. and I'm going to get too far and I'm going to embarrass myself even more because I'm going to yell at this microphone and this microphone didn't do a thing to me. Anyways, on another note, something different for you guys today. Um, I, had, I did two interviews. They were short, so I figured, oh, I'm going to put them together. And when I put them together, um, I'm going to also do a top five biopics um, of all time, in my opinion. So let's go over right there to this. Appreciate you guys listening in. Follow me on Instagram at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. The podcast on Instagram is at the Hodgepodge Podcast. Go follow Big Shrimp's podcast. Uh, that's the only one right now on Hodgepodge Productions, Big Shrimp Radio. We put podcasts up at least every month, every month and a half, something like that, until we can find a new way to do it, easier and simpler way to do it. That's what it's going to be for right now. But here we go. Let's go on with the podcast and with the Corona Talk. Hope everyone is safe. Wash your hands. As Bobby Bones said, wah, 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 wah. Wash your hands, please. Sing happy birthday twice or do your ABCs once. Please do it. That is how we're going to help save lives. Appreciate you guys listening in, and let's go on right now to the podcast. Here we go. Hey, I wanted to do a little something different here. Um, instead of doing music news and 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 stuff like that, I want to take time and go back and I looked at this Reddit post and it was the top fifteen um, movie biopics of all time, and I figured I would just give you my top five. So right after this, I'm going to give you my top five biopics. Hey, this is Rob Snyder, writer of Luke Combs' "She Got the Best of Me," and you are listening to the Hodgepodge Podcast. All right, starting with number five on my top five biopics. Number five is Ray. This movie was released in 2004. It's about Ray Charles. It stars Jamie Foxx, Kerry Washington. What I like about this movie is it, it takes a a life. and it, Sure, there are some inaccuracies like you're going to see in a lot of movies. But for this one, there were very little which I which I really enjoyed, and I also didn't know a lot about Ray Charles, because Ray Charles was still alive during this movie, so we didn't I didn't know how it was going to work out with Ray Charles still being alive. Obviously, I watched it later and knew that he died, you know, a few months before the the movie actually came out. So when 
when I first saw it, it was one of those where it was just like, wow, this guy, this blind guy really went through all this in his life and was still able to, to overcome all of this and just be one of the most biggest piano players and one of the biggest legends we have in the music today. So here is a clip, one of my favorite clips from the movie, Ray. Let's hear it for Dancing Al! Gossie been catting around with one of my waitresses since he got here. He never told me that his partner was a blind Bama boy. Arlene, Demers just called Thurman sick. What about Sassy? Flat Number four on the list of my top five biopics would have to be a very arguably tough movie to put on here, but it's Bohemian Rhapsody. The reason I say it's very arguably is because this movie was really, really... It was good, but it was also bad at the same time. Um, because... 90% of it was inaccurate and it was just terrible. Uh, some of it was terrible, some of it was good. But this has to be top four or top five, number four on the list because of the big controversy surrounding it. Because not everything happened exactly like the movie says, which you'll see in a lot of the biopics, but this one was a really, really big deal. So here is one of my favorite scenes from Bohemian Rhapsody. Wait, no, what about this no, one? I think we're still mm. there. Some good yeah, songs. Screw it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone up on the drum risers. Up on the drum risers. Come on. Showing some enthusiasm. Wives and, uh, everyone. Yes, come on, John. Everyone. I'm not waiting any longer. Get up. Ace. No, you don't need it. Get up. Well, come on, Rog. Just take your time. All right. What's this about? You remember our last concert? The crowd were singing our songs back to us. I mean, it, it was deafening, but it was wonderful. They're, they're Stamp to this beat. Genius. Thank you, John. Come on. Good. Now, I want you to clap on the third beat. Don't speed up. Rog, keep that time. All right, number three on the list of top five biopics, in my opinion. Is going to be another one that is very, very controversial. Is the Jobs movie. Not Steve Jobs or Michael Fassbender, but Jobs with Ashton Kutcher. You guys know I'm a very big Ashton Kutcher fan. I watch anything he's in. It doesn't matter if it's a romantic comedy uh, or that weird Friends with Benefits movie. Um, but I prefer this Jobs over the Michael Fassbender Steve Jobs because... I thought the Michael Fassbender one was was a little boring. I think Seth Rogen stole that role underneath from Michael Fassbender. And Jeff Daniels was great, but Josh Gad and Ashton Kutcher in this job was just fantastic. And every time it's on, I own it on Blu-ray, and every time it's on TV, I watch it. So here is my absolute favorite scene. This is, this is kind of showing Jobs being a dick, being a prick. But it's also showing he knows what he's talking about. So here is, I'm going to do about maybe 90 seconds of it. Here is my favorite scene from Jobs. 
start over. It has to be intuitive, precognitive. I mean, I wanted to know what you want to do before you even know you want to do it. Wait, are we still talking about the command prompts? Bill, we're talking about everything. The whole thing. Lisa. Guys, it's the future. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I mean, Lisa's going to do for the next 10 years what the Apple II did for the last three. I can tell you that right now. Do you know why people buy an Apple? Why do they buy an Apple, not the competitor? Because it's got bravado. It's social status. No, you know what? It's even more than that. It's social currency. We've raised the bar. And if we want to stay there, we got to risk everything. Great artists, Dylan, Picasso, Newton, they risk failure. And if we want to be great, we got to risk it too. On the command bar? On everything. What? And it starts with the little things. There's over 20 different functions tied to every single variation of the command bar, which, by the way, takes weeks to program. We're not doing anything that IBM's not already doing. And I would rather gamble on our vision than make a Me Too product. All right, next up on the list, number two is... It's not my favorite Jim Carrey movie, but it's up there as one of them. And that is Men on the Moon. I was too young to know who Andy Kaufman was, but you guys know I'm a big comedy nerd, as long as, uh, you know, right there with the music nerd and movie nerd. Stand-up comedy and just comedy in general is, is one thing that I'm very passionate about and I study a lot. Um, and I read all these books on, and, and articles on Andy Kaufman and just how, how big of a nut he was. I also really enjoyed the Netflix Jim and Andy where Jim Carrey is portraying Andy Kaufman and they just did a documentary about how he was making the movie and how he you know, did a seance and asked Andy Kaufman to be with him as he was doing the film and he basically turned into Andy Kaufman until they were done with filming. And just that documentary alone is what makes me love this movie so much. It was a box office bomb. People think it's stupid. I think it's corny. But I really, really like it. So here is my absolute favorite clip um, of Men on the Moon. It's uh, Mighty Mouse. Welcome back to Saturday Night Live. And now, as a special treat on our first show, musical guest, Andy Kaufman. Finally, my favorite biopic of all time. I don't think this will ever change unless they do one about Chris Jericho or uh, John Mario or Smith, something like that, is Walk the Line. I mean, you cannot beat this fantastic movie. I know every word from it from beginning 
to the two hours and 30-something minutes that the movie runs. I know every single word. Even though this is not true, I still I still really, 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 really love this movie. It's easily in my top ten favorite movies of all time. And this is kind of where I was introduced to Joaquin Phoenix. And between this one and Joker, that just happens to be easily some of my top favorite movies of all time and he has to be in he happens to be in two of them so i enjoyed the connection between johnny and june even though i do say it could have ended better it could have had a it could have had a better ending to the movie i it's still my top my, my number one top pick for biopics and here is my favorite scene and the reason i picked this favorite scene is because this is where Johnny realizes he's in trouble. He really needs help. This is the scene right after Thanksgiving where his parents leave and he tells his dad that God really did take the wrong son and you were right. So here is that clip. There you have it. Those are my top five biopics of all time. Now, let's get on with the podcast interviews right now. Yo, what up, Kim folk? This your boy, Smo, and you're listening to the HodgePodge Podcast. All right, first up on the podcast today is Caleb Mallett. Caleb Mallett is a high schooler from Arkansas. He scored a... One second here. Let me get to my notes. I'm not doing this very professionally. I'm sorry. Here we go. Caleb Mallett. <laughs> he scored a perfect score on the ACT. I heard him recently on the Bobby Bones show where Bobby Bones was impressed because he's from Arkansas and he got him on the show. Wanted to appreciate him for showing Arkansas what it's about so I have Caleb on and we talk his perfect score ACT gives people 
ideas and hints of how to ace the ACT, how to study for it. He also talks both of our love for the Bobby Bones show. Here we go right now on to Caleb Mallet. First up on HPP. Hello, everyone. It is Mur from Jokers. I'm here in my hotel room. There's my blankie. These things are not important. Here's what is. You've made a choice to listen to the HodgePodge podcast. Not a bad choice, my friend. You are making good decisions in life. Subscribe now and anywhere that podcasts are available. Hey, Caleb, how you doing, dude? I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, man, I'm making it. So I just wanted to get you on. <laughs> I just wanted to get you on for a few minutes, uh, about 10 minutes, uh, like you said. Um, yes, sir. And just talk real quick. Um, so we're recording already, by the way. Um, <clears throat> I got you. So you, Caleb, this is Caleb Mallet. He is on the line for, we got him roughly about 10 minutes. That's all the time that I got, all the time he got. So we're, we're going to make it work. Um. So, you scored a perfect score on the ACT, and I wouldn't know that if it wasn't for my hero and the reason I'm doing this podcast, Bobby Bones. And so you, mm-hmm. um, did, did you know who Bobby Bones was before you got on the show? Quickly, I was a I was aware of him. I knew him as like a celebrity and everything, but I didn't know him personally. But um, yeah, but you knew he, he was a radio that. host. Knew what? You knew he was a radio host and all this from Arkansas. Oh uh, yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So he um he, he he saw it. He saw that you got a perfect score on the ACT somewhere. Yada yada yada. And then he got a hold of you. What was that mm-hmm. like being in high school and getting a message from the radio station saying, "Hey, this big radio guy wants to talk to you just about your ACT score." Well, it's kind of funny because uh, after I. Listen that score, I got a few DMs on my Instagram, and then there's just one in there that says, uh, this is Scuba Steve, producer for the Bobby Bones show, mm-hmm. and we'd like to have you on at some point. And I kind of read it, and for a few moments, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, this can't be real. There's no mm-hmm. way he'd want to have me on the show. Right. But then, I mean, I went and looked at the account and kind of looked into it on the internet. It's like, oh, this is real. And so I uh, talked with my parents and everything where they're like, yeah, you definitely should do that. So reached back out with them and uh, we were able to make it happen. But a uh, surreal experience. <laughs> definitely not something I thought would happen. So are you a smart guy? Because you, what, 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 what's, what's the perfect score? 36? Yeah, 36. Yes, sir. So you're a smart guy, apparently. I mean, obviously it shows. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be so. a smart guy to. I mean, I guess you yeah. could, but I mean, because they have classes and all that for now to study, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm a good test taker, I would okay. say. Like, I don't have a ton of common sense, but what I lack in that, I make up for in book smart. Okay. So that's kind of how I got made up. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of there with you. I'm actually, I'm really book smart, but I'm also kind of like trivial smart. So like, if you just like mm-hmm. little, you know, like trivia questions or whatever, it yeah. Is, I pretty much can ace it, but if you give me a book and tell me, okay, you need to read pages seven through seventeen, take a test on, I'm pretty mm-hmm. much gonna ace it because I'm just, I'm just that. Yeah, that's that's how I am. 
what was the uh, what was the toughest because for me the toughest for me as much as I love history that's always going to mm-hmm. be the toughest subject for me to get to um on this test it was probably science there was just um there was a couple sections in there that I had no idea what I was talking about so I just did my best to use context clues try to figure out what it was saying and I hope everything went well, and I, I guess it, it went well enough. So, uh, when I hit you up to do the podcast, uh reason I'm asking this is um, you asked me if there was any language used on the podcast, which I don't use it in, in, in my daily life, but are you kind of like a Christian, godly type of person, grew up in that kind of environment? Uh, yes, sir. I'm a Catholic and raised mm-hmm. Catholic. A lot of my family's Catholic, so we're just... Uh, I, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't there wasn't going to be any profanity on here. No, 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 this is no. My this parents is, had heard that they would be kind of disappointed in me. So. No, it's not trash radio. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, no, that's. Good. I just had to check in on that. But oh, no, I'm glad it's not. Well, I appreciate you asked beforehand because a lot of people would just say whatever they want, and then would be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. is there a little cussing on here?" Well, you already did it, so I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so a few things real quick. Um, I got these things okay. that I want to do. They're called mind benders. They're just really, they're not really tough questions. They kind of are, but they just make you think a little bit. Um, <laughs> okay. Give me a, ce- give me a celebrity crush, male and a female. Male and female? Yeah. Male and female, dude. I'm not going to be right, easy. Female, <laughs> female. I'm going to say Gabby Barrett. Okay. And then, um... Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, young Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, all right, fair enough. Fair, fair. Um, let's see here. Uh, a midnight snack or just something that if you have, you can't have just one. You have to have more. You have to indulge in. What would the kind of uh, Reese's. Okay, Reese's. Those are my go-to. Okay, and, and here's, you say Reese's. A lot of people, especially down here in Mississippi where I'm at, they say Reese's. Like they pronounce the E oh, at the Oh, no. Not Reese's. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't stand it. I, it's a Reese's. Reese's peanut butter. Yeah. It's not a Reese. I mean, if somebody's yeah. name is Reese, you're not going to name, you're not going to call and it Reese. And it's got the apostrophe S. Oh, my. Yeah, that drives me crazy when I hear that. What What, what are some of your pet peeves now, now that we got talking about that? <laughs> um, I don't like when people chew gum with their mouth open. Chewing any food with their mouth open. Kind of drives me a little bit crazy. Um, people who, uh, I don't, I don't like when people talk at time. I'm kind of a more of a silent guy, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. Just, I don't I'm, go around kind of noise. I'm kind of a loner, kind of a you know. I, I would much rather be in my corner with a book or something like that mm-hmm. other than <laughs> the middle of the crowd partying. You know. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I'm with you there. So, dude, um, last question here for those that are wanting to take the ACT or just wanting to be a good test taker. What are some advice or something that you can give people that are listening that are like, man, I'm not a good test taker. I need some advice from a perfect score test taker. Um, trust your gut. If you think an answer is right, it's probably right. So go with it. 
take the practice test beforehand. I guess that goes specifically with ACT, but I'm sure other standardized tests out there, you're going to have those practice test forms, so make sure you use them. <laughs> and uh, I'd say read whenever you can, because, I mean, and make sure it's something you enjoy, but when you're reading that material, it's going to help your comprehension level go up, and you're just going to pick up on random knowledge that you never know. It might help you out for the day. What is your go-to uh, answer? Like, if you don't know the answer, do you pick C? What is your go-to answer? Probably C. C. Just because my name starts with C. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, thanks, dude, for being on here quickly. Um, I really do appreciate you it. Thanks for having me. So, um, yep. All right. On the podcast now, um, which is the title of the whole podcast episode is uh, Scott Kellogg, or as he's now known, Face Tat Joe. He comes back for the third time. Uh, he is with Carly Rogers and a couple of others as one of the longest reigning champs, um, returning champs of the podcast. So Face Tat Joe has a new album out called Sky Kellogg's Playlist. It was released on January 24th of 2020. We did this podcast, God. December of 2019, so it's just been sitting in my collection. Um, so there's 14 tracks to the album, and he's talking about most most of the ones that I that I like, I like Two Years Clean and Crossroad and Mantra. Um, he's also talking about his 2017 EP, What's Not Been Taken, which was one of my favorites um, that he's released. So yeah, Sky Kellogg's playlist right now on HPP. Thanks, and here we go. Yo. Oh, hey, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Good. Right at 9 o'clock. I like that, bro. Yeah, man. I try to stay on it. <laughs> that's, and that's like, that's, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, dude, I figured I'd get you on here just for a few minutes because um, we talked your story before. I want to talk your new album and what you've been up to since you've last been on. Um, so, that's, if that's cool with you, we, we're good for about 25, 30 minutes and um, I'll let you go. Okay. All right, so I got Sky Kellogg on the phone. Cool thing about Sky Kellogg here, he is the one of the most what, reigning, returning guests on, on, on the podcast. Like, you've been on three times. This will be your third time coming on, um, which I'm very appreciative of. You, um, One cool thing that I knew that you were a real and legit and cool guy was... The second time you were on promoting um, What's Not Been Taken back a couple years ago, you had made me an actual theme song because I was never using one. And um, I still use it somewhat today, and I do appreciate that. I never really got to tell you on air, so I really do appreciate you making me one. Just out of the kindness of your heart, for free, whatever I wanted. Yeah, man. It was, you know, I, yeah. I, it was a pleasure to make for you. Um, so, this new album you have is called Sky Kellogg's Playlist. It's a follow-up to What's Not Been Taken from 2017. So, it's been a good three years, almost, since since the last one came out. Um, you just been making music for three years, or have you just, you took a break or anything like that? Uh, I've been making, I've made a lot of stuff. I actually got two albums that are going to come out this year. Okay. Um, so, so I've yeah. been making a lot of beats, a lot of a lot of production, 
my uh, producer friend's album. And then, um, yeah, I've been busy just not putting out anything. So are you still, this this, this Sky Calix playlist, is this still going to be independent? Because I know, I remember you stated that you wanted to remain independent so no one could tell you how and what to do to your music. Is this still the same way? Yeah. So Yeah, I, definitely. So let me ask you, because I've never really taught anyone that makes beat for a living. So let's say you make a beat, just you're just playing around, you know, fooling around, you make a beat. Do you have to take that and get it copywritten, that beat, in order to put it on a song? Or, or, or how does that work? Uh, it just depends, you know. You can make a beat, then... So, when you go to ASCAP, whenever you get something registered, yeah. there's two parts that, they'll, that they register. 50% of the intellectual ownership of the song is the lyrics, and then the other fifty percent would be the chord progression. Okay. You know the actual music right. and the and the uh, so. You know, you can just work it out with whoever, however you want to do it. You know, if you just want to keep the ownership of the chord progression and then let them have the lyrics and then they they do their thing and you just kind of hold fifty percent of that of what that you know that whatever that song does later on, or right. you can just tell it to them outright give them the whole thing so this new album releases on January 24th uh, which is it, it's, it's going to already be out the time I upload this and this is up this podcast is up so um, Sky Kellogg's playlist includes 14 tracks including some that just caught my my eye because I haven't listened to these yet I don't want to listen until they come out um, Two Years Clean Crossroad and Mantra so Two Years Clean were you is it were you ever battling any kind of addiction to be two years clean? Because it's so, because uh, it's so, uh, it's I, don't, a, I don't know of. It's, a, it's about a friend that that uh, passed away, and they had two years clean. Okay, so, all right, I, I get you now. So it's just about a friend that you had, and he was two years clean, and then and then passed away suddenly. Yeah, well, he, you know, he uh, he had committed suicide, so. Okay. No, that, that that must have, that must was that tough to um, obviously it's tough to talk about, but does it make it easier if you put it into music or into lyrics, words? Yeah, I don't really talk a lot about stuff with people. I just make songs, yeah. and that's just kind of how. Like I don't get on Facebook and rant about politics <laughs> or how I'm feeling. Yeah, I you know what I mean. I just mm-hmm. make a song and. Then, <laughs> Yeah, I, I I stay away from politics. I, I just I don't vote for a reason, just so I don't have, so I can't say anything, so nothing offends me. You know what I mean? Like I, I just try to stay away from that because that that's 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 stress that that's you know unneeded added stress that no one needs in their life. <laughs> politics. I agree. I I agree with you, and I I just really don't care about the government. Yeah, I don't care I, at all about them. I don't only care one, what they're doing. You know. Yeah, really. For me, there's really one thing that I really care about. And that's the government conspiracy theories. That's really all I care about. Otherwise, how the government works, <laughs> I don't care about none of that crap. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. you know we know they 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 rule. They're running us. 
we know that. You know, there's no surprise right behind that. You know, they control what we do, what we see. So might as well just leave them alone and let them do because apparently they've been doing it right. I would say for the however long we've been here. You know. Yeah. So, Crossroad. Tell me about. Tell me about that one. Uh, it's just a, oh man, it's kind of an old song. What about that one? It's just like, you know, eventually some people get to this point in their life and, you know, where where, where they go. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a big decision. And it's also off of, uh, you know, the old story of Robert Johnson, where he says he sold his soul at the crossroads. Right. So, so this it's just is- got a little bluesy riff. So, to it, and then it just kind of comes to the point where it's talking like you can either just sell your soul for whatever you want in the world, or just you know, or realize you already have what you needed. You know. So is this an original, or is this like the 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 the, the cover that we all know? It's just an original. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because uh, when you said Robert, he told his little devil, I was like. Well, there's a song called Crossroads that, that I know from John Mayer, and I didn't know if you would just incorporate it into this or you. it was an original that you written about it. Uh, that, so that's cool to he, know. He probably, he's probably just did the same concept. It's the pretty popular, you right. know. Right, right. So, dude, tell me what's been going on for the past two years since I've had you on. It's been a while since we've actually we've actually texted and talked. We, we used to do it quite often. Now we just... I, we've got we've both gotten so busy that we just haven't gotten to do it. So what's been going up? Mm, just life, man. You know. Yeah. How, Not much, just life. <laughs> How's your daughter doing? She doing okay? She's doing good. She's really, you know, she's a challenge, but she's doing good. You still got your long hair? <laughs> uh, no. No. Nope? Not more. No. No, it's just a, it's all cut off. It's all cut off. Um, what are you watching, like, on Netflix now? Like, are you watching anything on Netflix that it might be interesting to some people? Um, I, I've watched a little bit of that show, The Witcher. Okay. It's all right. I haven't seen much. I don't like a lot. I don't watch a lot of TV, man. Yeah. Just, yeah, I, I, I... I'm the same way. I will watch something here and there that everyone's talking about. Like I will. Um, I recently just watched all the Star Wars movies because everyone was talking about them. Um, I don't really. I'm a fan, but I don't really understand why they're the biggest selling box office movies or whatever. Because I don't really think they're that great. They're good. I'm a fan. Um, but yeah, like you, I, I watch, if I watch TV, I'm watching the same thing that I watch every day, you know, like Friends or King of Queens or The Office, you know, so I don't really watch much new stuff. Yeah. So, um, do you listen to any kind of podcasts on the, on the side? I do not, man. Yeah. I, I have no idea about the, uh, sometimes I'll catch like little Joe Rogan clips. On YouTube. Yeah, that dude's wild, isn't he? Yeah, his guests guests are wild, too. Well, the thing is, Joe Rogan, he knows a little bit about every single thing, every single topic, and and that's what's interesting to me. Yeah. And, And I 
can just imagine because he's the biggest podcast on the planet. I can imagine how big. I mean. He can get any guest that he wants on the podcast without any trouble, but then, you know, you try to get a little, uh, just somebody that's not really that big, and <laughs> you get turned down, and so it's like, I can just imagine what what it's like over there in Joe Rogan podcast land. Yeah. Are you, talk, are you talking personal? Like, you ask people and they don't want to? Yeah, like, uh, I'm not going to drop any names, but there's somebody that's not even really big. Like, they had just done something and they were like I'm taking bookings for anything and I was like okay cool come on the podcast you know I was asking and they said nah dude I think I'm gonna pass I'm not really looking for any kind of podcast opportunities and then next thing you know they turn around and they're on Joe Rogan and I'm like what are you doing dude <laughs> you could at least told me you didn't want to do mine instead of lying you know yeah that's so, just you know that's just how it's, it's life. It's life. There's, there's yeah. no cutting around it. That's life. I'm not bothered by yeah. it at all. Cause I, I, I mean, go ahead. The best thing is, is whatever you're doing, you know, do it, do it because it, you know, makes you happy and stuff. You know, because it's like don't do it for anybody else. Just do it for yourself because, you know, that's all that really matters. You know, if you do, if you, at least that's weird with me with music. If I make music to try to get something or check because I'm trying to be happy about what other people like in it or this or that, you know, that's saying that they have the power over that, you know, or like I'm yeah. doing all this so I can, so I can be, so I can feel good about myself. Well, then if you do that, you're automatically saying that I don't feel good about myself. And, I, you know, I don't, my music is no good unless it's super popular. That's what you're saying. But if you just do it like, you know what I mean? If yeah, you start out from a point of chasing something, then it's like, why are you chasing that? Because if you're chasing that, you're saying that your music's no good or your podcast is no good, that what you're doing is not making you happy, and, and that'll be true. But if you just do what you love to do, because it makes you happy and you, you know, and get better at it. And if other people respond to it, then that's mm -hmm. cool. If not, it's like, who cares? You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely don't give nobody in the world power. No. Over anything you do in life, because it's like. <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. <laughs> what do you think? You know what I mean? No, 100%. What do you think about the? I think, did you did you get rid of so did, did you get rid of Instagram? No, I got a new one. This album's not even under Scott Kellogg. It's under Face uh, Tap Joe, which is kind of like a production. Meanwhile, you know, been doing stuff in like production with people. You said it was Face Tap Joe. Yeah, Face Tap Joe. So it's not even dropping under Scott Kellogg. What? But I do got an album dropping under Scott Kellogg. This year, later on. What is Face Tattoo? Is it is it like a is it your production like your production thing or is it just yeah? Oh. It's just like a producer name. Okay, what where did that name where, where did that name come from? Face Tattoo. Because I don't think it's you have just a face tattoo. It's it's just the sound of the twenty ten. I just thought it was funny. You know, it's like Face Tat. <laughs> it's awesome. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like an iconic. And a lot of the sounds that I have are more, are like, you know, I'll blend sounds, but I always have like track style percussions. Mm-hmm. So I'm just called today's tag job. I think it's pretty funny. No, that, that's very interesting because otherwise I wouldn't have known that. I would have, when it come out, I would look under Scott Kellogg and it wouldn't be there and I would be frustrated and all that. So, what do you think about, what do you think about, uh, couple, uh, last year, year before, we had the Eminem and the MGK uh, kind of face off. What do you think about that? Did you did you listen to that at all, at least before I even asked that? Say that again? The Eminem and the MGK face-off. Did you ever listen to either of those diss tracks before I even asked the question? Um, yeah, I heard uh, Rap Devil. Did you hear, <laughs> did, did you hear Eminem's uh, uh, comeback, uh, Kill Shot? Yeah, I heard, I heard that, dude, yeah. What do, you, what do you think about him? Um... <laughs> What do you mean? What do I think? <laughs> who do you think? Like, who do you think won that? That what, what? So what they call this face off? Who do you think won that? That match? Like, do you think? Uh, definitely, definitely MGK. Really? Yeah. Okay. Here, here. I'm such a big Eminem fan that I have to say Eminem, but I do agree MGK had more hard hitting blows. In his song, and Eminem was just like, you know, don't try me. But I mean, I understand where you're coming from when you say he won. I think he had more hard hitting, hard hitting truth and facts that hit you in the face. But Eminem's just a better rapper, in my opinion. Yeah, of course, he's a better technical. You know, he's probably the most technical rapper ever. Maybe you know what I mean. <laughs> but as far as like, you know. The rap devils was, was awesome. I mean, he pretty much just made Eminem look dumb. Because you know, if, he, if Eminem, he's like fifty years old and dusty and in sweatpants and then drawing up a beef with MGK just so he can kind of get some buzz going on that last album he dropped. That's all it is. My thing is, if everything MGK said was true then we have to look at Eminem in a different and new perspective. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think, I mean, really, Eminem ain't got no reason to, to make it go after MGK over, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, it's just to draw up an interest with the album that he had put out, that kamikaze, that's all it really was, that, that was, you know. Yeah. So, real quick, couple more questions here. Tell me your um, celebrity crush. Give me a male celebrity crush and a female celebrity crush, if you have one. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't even, what are you talking about? You don't have no kind of celebrity crush at all? No, bro, I'm not trying to meet any celebrities, bro. Cockroaches. No, <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm asking. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I mean, they're just, what, like, name a celebrity that's worth a damn. Can you even cuss on this show? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Okay, name, tell me a celebrity that's worth a fucking, I'll say, you know what I mean, really. Like, who? Keanu Reeves. Okay, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, 
I'll give you my, my my male celebrity crush is um, 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 Keanu Reeves, and my female is always Scarlett Johansson. Who? Scarlett Johansson. Do you know what I'm talking about? Black Widow from the Avengers. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. I mean, I don't know them people. Like, I don't, no, I know. I, yeah, I don't know them either. But it would be kind of cool if I knew them. You know, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just kind of cool to see. Like, that's a good looking dude. She's hot. She, she, you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those kind of crushes. Like, man, I watch everything they're in. You know, that kind, that kind of, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like, I like the movies that Brad Pitt made. Like, I like, uh, I like that. Movie they just seen Leonardo DiCaprio made and once upon a time Hollywood. I found okay. I, I started watching it with because my brother's a big Leonardo DiCaprio fan. I started watching it with him because I, I like Quentin Tarantino, but I found yeah. the movie to be boring around the halfway mark, and I kind of turned it off and was like, "I'm going to finish it," but I never finished it. Like it, like it, yeah. Like it had a point, but it was like it was taking too long to get to the point because the movie's almost three hours long. Yeah, that's just that's that style. It's just a lot of character development. Yeah. So whenever whenever something crazy, whenever it does happen, what it's all building up to, you're like really invested, and you feel like you know how they're gonna. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like an emotional investment you have to make. And sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, you know. Like in Glorious Bastards, I thought was good because it had a lot of uh, in-between spots for the action, you know what I mean? It wasn't just like a long, drawn-out yeah. character development and then bam, right at the end, there was a lot of little crazy things that happened in between. Well, dude, we've come to uh, the 20-minute mark. I have to jump off here. I have to uh, go to work here, and, I, and I'm about an hour away from it, So, um, and i got to get this edited before I leave. So uh, go ahead, throw out all your um, – if you got any plug that you want to plug, and uh, we'll, we'll get it off here. Hey, yeah, uh, face that joke. That's it. That's my only plug. You can just look that up on Spotify. You can pre-order the album. But yeah, look up Face Hat Joe. F A C E D A T J O E. And I'm on all the regular, you know, all the usual social media stuff. Right. So. All right. And then later on this year, I'll have another album with Under Sky Keller, which is more like a personal narrative of what I think about stuff, though. So. All right, cool. Sky Kellogg's playlist uh, is out right now. Well, it comes out January 24th. By the time you're hearing this, it's going to be out. It's under Face Tat Joe, Sky Kellogg's playlist. Sky, appreciate you coming on here as always. And uh, thanks for doing it, dude. Yeah, thank you, man. Have a good day. All right, you too, dude. Bye. Hey, this is Rob Snyder, writer of Luke Combs' She Got the Best of Me, and you are listening to the HodgePodge Podcast. All right. Thanks to Sky and thanks to Caleb for joining me on this special episode. I hope you guys like my top five biopics of my career, or my career, <laughs> of my life at the current moment. Come back Monday and you will hear me going back to my roots from... He went to my high school. He was a year above me. Um, I know of him. 
Hunter Bounds. This guy, um, he is a, he is an artist slash painter. He is a YouTuber and he's also a podcaster. And go listen to the podcast, uh, Midnight Coffee Podcast on YouTube. So you're going to hear all this and more on next Monday as you join me, if you will, right here, right back on the HodgePodge Podcast. I have been your host, D. Hodge, but you guys have already known that. Enjoy, frown less, leave your life a quarter mile of the time. In time and in between time, I will catch you guys on the flip side. See you later.